Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Metro News This Morning. Bringing you this morning's biggest news headlines from across the state. It's Thursday, April 16th, 2020. Good morning, I'm Chris Lawrence. and We're getting your day started in West Virginia with the information you need. We'll begin with the weather forecast. More sunshine and dry weather today as high pressure builds. It could again be kind of cool with cold winds. Temperatures only today in the 50s. Look for changing weather, though, for Friday. More on that in a moment. Right now, time for a check of this morning's West Virginia News. And for that, we go to the Metro News Anchor Desk and Shauna Johnson. Good morning, Shauna. Good morning. A teacher in Berkeley County is one of the latest West Virginians to die from COVID-19, the respiratory illness the novel coronavirus causes. School officials say 57-year-old Jenny Butler, a physical education teacher at Hedgesville Elementary, died earlier this week at Winchester Medical Center in Virginia. Butler was previously diagnosed with cancer. Butler's death is not yet included in the 12 deaths. The State Department of Health and Human Resources has officially confirmed across the mountain state at this point, just less than a month after the first COVID-19 diagnosis here. Additional deaths reported Wednesday, a 78-year-old woman from Wayne County, Wayne County's second death, and the first death in Mingo County, a 70-year-old man with an underlying medical condition who died at Campbell Huntington Hospital. In all, the state report is 718 confirmed cases of COVID-19 this morning in 48 of West Virginia's 55 counties. Webster County is one of the counties where case numbers remain at zero today. Crystal Moran is the nurse administrator for the Webster County Health Department. She says preventative steps have been in place there for weeks. It's a terrible pandemic and we are just trying to protect our community and our county and doing the best we can. Governor Jim Justice says location could be a determining factor in future moves to begin to reopen West Virginia. You know, it could very well be that that, uh, the experts come to me and say, you know, within this geographical area, we're good to go. And we feel very confident that we're everything is buttoned up and we're good to go there. While there could be another area that's a hot spot. He's not yet giving any projected dates for the potential lifting of his stay-home order, in effect now since March 24th. Test results are pending today for 75 patients at a Kanawha County nursing home. Mass testing at Riverside Nursing and Rehabilitation Center in Jefferson came Wednesday after a positive test for a patient who was in the hospital because of COVID-19. 
Boone County officials are saying a separate state report of a positive test at a nursing home in Boone County was, quote, premature and incorrect. Graduating seniors at two high schools in Marshall County, John Marshall High and Cameron High, will still get to put on caps and gowns and cross the stage to accept their diplomas this year, even if COVID-19 keeps schools statewide closed. Marshall County Superintendent Shelby Haynes tells Metro News they've come up with alternate graduation plans to keep students separated during ceremonies without crowds. With social distancing, we just we just can't. We can't break that rule with the health department, and we wouldn't want to put our children at risk or our faculty and staff. Haynes says her hope is that crowd restrictions will be lifted next month and the alternative plans can be scrapped. In Wayne County, possible new dates are tentatively scheduled for June, if necessary, for graduation ceremonies at Spring Valley High, Tulsa High, and Wayne High. As of now, school closures statewide are scheduled to continue through April 30th at least. The state coronavirus hotline is busy with thousands of calls coming in about all aspects of the pandemic. Dr. Elizabeth Sharman is the hotline supervisor and also oversees the West Virginia Poison Center. Not everybody in the state has access to the Internet, access to news sources. Um, you get in a place even with people that have access to news sources. There is so much and sometimes the information is conflicting, that people want to make sure they understand it correctly. The hotline number is 1-800-887-4304, 1-800-887-4304. Frontier Communications has plans to restructure billions of dollars in debt while in Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Frontier says it has a deal with bondholders to shed $10 billion in debt. The company also plans to sell its phone and Internet service in Washington, Oregon, Idaho, and Montana. Frontier has owned landlines in West Virginia since 2009. The complaints to the State Public Service Commission last year for its service here topped 2,000 complaints. PSC Chair Charlotte Lane says phone and Internet service will continue with Frontier during the bankruptcy proceedings. This filing will not affect customers' service. Also continuing a management audit process the PSC is conducting over Frontier Service. We are going to stay on this service issue, yes, until we can get it taken care of. Lane says a new Frontier will hopefully mean more cash to improve infrastructure. I'm Jeff Jenkins, WVMetroNews.com. A former executive chair for Milan is returning to that role. Robert Corey will work with other Milan executives as the company continues to operate in the coronavirus pandemic and will play a key role in Milan's pending merger with Upjohn. A Maryland man is being held today in the Eastern Regional Jail, charged with murder and kidnapping for the alleged stabbing death of a man whose body was also set on fire after being dumped in Jefferson County. The accused, 26-year-old David Ray Sanford Jr. from Westminster, Maryland, the body of the victim, 33-year-old Jonathan Riddle from Tawnytown, Maryland, was found on March 18th in southern Jefferson County. Sheriff's deputies say they believe Riddle was stabbed at an apartment in Maryland during a fight, but was still alive when he was tied up and taken to West Virginia. Throughout western West Virginia, freeze warnings from the National Weather Service continue this hour. It's cold enough in places, say forecasters, to kill crops and other sensitive vegetation. Some parts of the eastern mountains saw snow overnight. Late tonight, freeze watches take effect in Morgan, Berkeley, and Jefferson counties. Thanks, Shauna. Coming up in our backgrounder, the governor not ruling out the possibility that he'll reopen the state's economy region by region. He talked a little about that in yesterday's 
COVID-19 briefing at the Capitol. We'll hear a little more from uh, the governor in our backgrounder. And then there's a new coach at Spring Mills High School for football. We'll talk to Kyle Wiggs about that and all the day's sports. It's all still ahead. West Virginia Outdoors is the Mountain State's only hook and bullet radio show dedicated to the more than quarter million hunters and anglers across the state. Award-winning host Chris Lawrence has been tracking down hunting and fishing stories for more than 25 years. Went in behind a little birch tree and said, I reached down and got the bow position and found his horns and dropped down and shot it in the neck. Whether it's hunting and fishing news. It tracks real super well, but not with a 60-pound carp tied to the or just compelling stories about the enjoyment of the great outdoors. How close did you let him get in before you let fly on him? He was about 18 yards, Chris. He got turned in the right angle there, and I touched off the trigger. And when I hit him, he ran kind of up the hill, which scared me at first. West Virginia Outdoors covers it all. 7.06 a.m. on Saturday morning. And for your daily fix, Outdoors Today brings you two and a half minutes of news and notes from the woods and water every weekday morning. No one covers the great outdoors like Chris Lawrence. Maybe if you think you're calling, he comes. Back. And Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. In a moment, Cal Wiggs on sports, but right now in our background, our Governor Jim Justice not ruling out the possibility that he'll reopen the economy in the state by geographic regions. The governor explained during Wednesday's media briefing at the Capitol, and we get more in our backgrounder. Could very well be that, that uh, the experts come to me and say, you know, within this geographical area, we're good to go. And we feel very confident that we're everything is buttoned up and we're good to go there. While there could be a, another area that's a hot spot that we absolutely don't want to go in that area, and uh, and so we could we could do a situation to where we're split up. Uh, you know, it's it's just uh, it's just right now, right at this moment in time, right now. If you could just think about this, you know, just almost. No time ago, and you know, our curve looks like it's going really good. Then all of a sudden, you've got these outbreaks in the nursing homes. Now they're not—they're not community spread, at least, God forbid, not yet, and everything. And so, therefore, the impact of them is really just a a particular hot spot. Even though we have a number of tests that can skew the curve, you know, they are a hot spot. And they really should only be counted in maybe only as really one, a big giant one. But, but at the same time, you know, if, you know, a community spread situation like we had jump out in Berkeley County is a different animal. But, uh, but it may very well be that what we've got to do is split up a state in order to be able to get us back to work. And it may very well be that we can, we can all, you know, go back at the same time. The governor's stay-at-home order has been in effect for more than three weeks. To the sports desk now, Kyle Wiggs is in, and Kyle Spring Mills High School's football program now has a new head man. Indeed, and he's a gentleman who's won a state championship as a head coach. Josh Sims played at Magnolia High School and then eventually returned there as head coach and helped that team win the 2016 Class Single A state title. He then moved on. He's been an assistant at Morgantown the last few years, and now he's the head coach at Spring Mills. Sims, a, again, a 2006 graduate of Magnolia High School, played at WVU as a walk-on for three years as well. He says uh, he's been heavily influenced by all of his coaches. My, my first passion and, and first love is teaching. You know, I, I fully intend to um, – you know, get after it in that avenue, too. The impact that uh, my coaches had on me, Mark Batten and Dave Caesar and Doc Chapman and 
Coach Rodriguez and Coach Stewart and the, the, the impact they left on on me uh, beyond the game of football is uh, priceless. Thanks, Gal. Coming up this afternoon from 3 to 6 on Metro News, don't miss Dave Weekly and Metro News Hotline. Time now for today's commentary with the voice of Metro News, Hoppy Kerchival. Chris, the Washington Post has obtained a copy of an internal memo of a strategy drafted by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and the Federal Emergency Management Agency for reopening the country. The plan is heavy on warnings. Even a cautious, phased approach, the report says, will entail a significant risk of resurgence of the virus. However, the framework does outline conditions under which, quote, it is appropriate to lift community mitigation measures. The federal health officials believe the reopening is conditioned upon four criteria. Here's what they are and some observations about how West Virginia is doing in each category. Number one, confidence that incidence of infection is genuinely low. Now, West Virginia gets a great score here so far. Our positive test rate is just under 4%. That's well below the national rate of 19% and lower than any of our surrounding states. Number two, a surveillance system that is well-functioning and capable of promptly detecting any increase in incidence. This one's tougher because it's all about significantly expanding our ability to test. About 1% of the state's population has been tested. That's roughly the same as the national average. But health officials believe our ability to test and get results quickly needs to be expanded significantly. Number three, a public health system that is reacting robustly to all cases of COVID-19 and has surge capacity to react to an increase in incidence. So far, so good in West Virginia, where health officials and the National Guard have responded quickly to hot spots and outbreaks, but that capacity could be stretched if there is a surge in outbreaks. Number four, a health system that has the capacity in all respects, including inpatient beds, staffing, and other services, to handle all cases, and that is in a position to rapidly scale up to deal with a surge in cases. Hospitals in West Virginia have had several weeks to prepare, so West Virginia is in pretty good shape here. Modeling by the Institute for Health Metrics and Evaluation shows West Virginia has enough hospital beds and ventilators. West Virginia COVID-19 czar Dr. Clay Marsh said during Wednesday's briefing that those four criteria are precisely what the state is working toward. He said, quote, we are following the recipe almost perfectly, and we are generating the capability in the very near future to be able to meet those requirements. Marsh said so far, West Virginia's response has been very broad, but going forward and to meet those criteria, it needs to be more targeted. He said, we need more scalpel than hammer. Then there's the question of whether Governor Justice reopens the entire state or has rolling openings, depending on how regions of the state are faring. The state has hot spots because of spikes in community spread, but also there are areas that have been virtually untouched, at least according to test results. Justice said the decisions will be, in his words, a tough, tough, tough balancing act with no perfect answer. He said, I want to get as close to being right as we possibly can. Well, the best way to get close to right is to continue following the health directives while taking steps to adhere to the criteria established by the CDC and FEMA. West Virginia is already headed in the right direction on both fronts. Chris. Thanks, Hop. Catch Hoppy's commentary daily at WVMetroNews.com and also watch a live video stream of his show on the website at the Metro News channel. And now that West Virginia weather forecast, dry conditions with abundant sunshine prevailing today. High pressure will start to build in the region. We will feel a little brisk out there under continued cold air uh, infection. 
Winds are going to be gusting at into the mid-20s with daytime highs only in the low 50s across the lowlands and 30s in the mountains. Now, tomorrow is going to bring a change in weather conditions, a passing low-pressure system and associated cold front. That means rain showers are likely with these systems lasting into Friday night. And for Saturday, more high-pressure building to provide dry conditions into Saturday night with another system on the way that will bring more rain for Sunday into Sunday night. And now you're up to date. Have yourself a great day. For Hoppy Kerchival, Kyle Wiggs, and Shauna Johnson, I'm Chris Lawrence on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Metro News This Morning is an exclusive production of the Metro News Radio Network. All rights reserved.